When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, joined once again by Corey, the Bayou Benders. And this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. We are back in a different setting. I'm not sure if I sound echoey out in the college dorm, up in the boonies of Peterborough at Trent University, but I'm excited to be back here. Thank you. Excited to be back here talking to Corey. How are you, buddy? I'm doing okay, bud. Uh, It's like my last calm week before uh, the Saint season starts. I think we got uh, on the road today. well, as we're recording, they're playing Atlanta. Um, and then I think I have a lighter week from the Saints next week, but it's filled with like the final the final festivals of the season. And then uh, Saints from there on out. But that also means like once the Saints start popping up, that means hockey's right around the corner. So I'm pretty fucking excited. Um, I'm trying to do the last – you know, touches, see who's playing fantasy league this year with us. Uh, we're trying to finalize that roster because as soon as we do, uh, I'm going to put the down payment on the fucking most ignorant uh, hockey trophy for a fantasy league that's based in New Orleans or, you know, Southern Louisiana could could make. Uh, other than that, man, I'm just, I'm just fucking chilling. I'm just trying to, like, conserve my energy before uh, – I blink and it's like, you know, January. Fair enough. When are you uh, planning on doing your draft this year? Uh, for us, we try to do it, you know, like the weekend before um, or somewhere close to that. I, I, I try not to do anything longer than five days before the start of the season just because of injuries. I don't want to draft. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I had this problem with fantasy football. Uh, a couple of years back, you know, a, a pay-in league, paid money, do gets hurt, you know, final game of preseason, and I've already drafted them. You know, like draft like a high, like second round draft pick, you know. So uh, I don't want to – I don't want that headache. I don't want that shit happening to me again. And with me being the commissioner, it's up to me to schedule it, you know. So, like, um, finalizing when people can – do it and then finding the best day to do it. But uh, like I said, I try to do like five, no more than five days uh, before the start of the season. I think that's a good window um, to like, you know, like if this motherfucker got hurt, you know, that's your choice to pick up or not. You know, it's not a, 
I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm fucked. Everybody I picked is hurt, you know? <laughs> no, absolutely. We do. We kind of do the same thing. I'm the commissioner for my league as well. Mm. And we tend to, uh, you know, try to, uh, get, like, I think last year we did it, like, literally, like, two days before puck drop on the first night. Oh, absolutely. Dude, there's been days where it's like normally it's like a Wednesday. Normally it's like the beginning of the season's a Wednesday. There's been days when it's like Monday or Tuesday night. It's just like we got a draft and it's like very little window. It's like eight o'clock. That's when the draft starts. I can't wiggle it. This is the only day that works. You know, like <laughs> I, I try my best not to let it get to that, but there has been there has been times when it's happened, especially when like someone last minute's like, I can't play this year, and then we're like spiraling looking for like someone to just be a team like you don't even have to fuck like there was a year where i was like you don't even have to fucking play i just need you to fucking accept this like just draft yeah <laughs> just draft that's and it, it's i i hate it but it to save the league because i don't want to tell someone hey you can't play you know like how how do you how do you decide who's the person that is going to get fucked because there's too many, you know, there's not enough teams. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a terrible situation. Um, but I also I also because it's it's like a southern base one, I, I don't really like I don't make it public so way like some random person can join. Like I know I could do that, but I do try to keep it like excuse me, like greater New Orleans area people. I just I would never I would never want to do that. That sounds yeah. horrible. What, just have like a random join? Yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah. Um the whole fun of it is it's just like, the trash talking. Yeah. And and it just being your, your your people. You know. Like I got a buddy who's playing fantasy football and boy did they go to a, a rich school, right? But their cash out if you win first is you get your money back, which I think it's they all put up a hundred. It's a hundred dollar buy-in, and the winner gets uh thirteen hundred dollars. That's after bad. after making their money, so a total of fourteen hundred dollars. Um, and then they do some fucked up shit to like last place. So I don't think we'll ever get to that because uh, the only thing I'm betting on is DraftKings. But uh, <laughs> uh, I I just I I don't see myself shelling out money like that in a fantasy situation. I've I've seen how fucked up it can get. So maybe I'm just not ready for that. Fair. Well, on the topic of money, Canadians have made some big moves in regards to the salary cap Mm -hmm. going on with their team. So first and foremost, Perry Price has been officially placed on LTIR, meaning it does not look likely at all that he will suit up for any games this year. This however, allowed Montreal to sign Kirby Dock to a four-year extension, which was actually a lot more term than I think most were expecting. And But it is such a good fucking – like, it's perfect. Well, and it's also – it'll keep him – he'll be an RFA when it when it's over. It's only $3.36 million a year. Mm-hmm. If Kirby Dock can perform – like, at the rate we saw him – the year before last, where he had 10 points in 18 games. He can kind of pick up there, you know, 
get past his injury that he had last year and grow into the player I think a lot of people believe he can be. This is a phenomenal deal, like a great signing for Montreal. Yeah, this is uh, what people wished we could have got for Anderson. And I know Anderson would have still claimed more, but like you can't ask for better than this. 3.3, you got a four-year deal at that, you know. I mean, he's locked till 26. Um, and then ends it as an RFA. <laughs> Fucking un- unreal. No, just a phenomenal deal. And I'm – uh. Yeah, I, I I was pretty happy. Like I thought, I thought it was gonna be a two year bridge, mm-hmm. and you know I was happy with Kirby Doc's comments too. He said, you know, he's not, he doesn't play hockey. Well, they ask him about his salary and like, is he he's leaving money on the table because he could perform better? And he said he's his focus is winning cups, and he doesn't want it to be a distraction. That he's not in playing the game to make money; he's playing the game to win cups, and. Signing this term, this contract allowed him to, you know, get to put get the opportunity to win more cups. Yeah, and which is what he believes it'll, you know, hopefully in four years the Habs are competitive, are competing for those cups. And I just love the mindset that was shown from him in the, the uh, interview afterwards too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in in that. Um... And I know, I know this. There's a bit of gray in it, but like you know, uh, when they when they were asking him about you know finally signing the contract, you know, he said, you know, like he stated, like you know, it's uh, like wasn't worried at all. Uh, he just wanted to focus on you know like his development and his training over the summer, and like you know that was for Kent and his his agent to handle to hash out. He. Uh, would be okay whatever he was just excited to be here and excited to to get back you know like get it gets his camp started and get get moving forward you know like like getting away from what's in the past let's just focus on now um and then um getting a chance you know talking to st louis um and st louis just kind of breaking it down and making him feel like he was coming into like a a fresh start, you know, like you, you, you're coming to one because it's a new fucking team, but like you're coming in with like the expectations for you are, you know, to just get your game going, you know, don't worry about, uh, don't worry about the past, just come in, get ready for camp to start, uh, you know, prove yourself, prove it to yourself. Um, and then I like, I like the, the, uh, enjoying the game again aspect. I think that's something like we saw, uh, with you know Cole Caulfield and I mean basically everybody on the team last year, but like you saw it in Cole Caulfield, like getting that smile back again, getting the confidence back, and then um, like Jeff Petrie, you know, like finding it again. I think that like having Martin St. Louis as you know as their figure, their leader, uh, is going to bring a lot of confidence to these guys because uh, let's just face it, like you know the expectations for him in Chicago were massive, but then Chicago dwindled. Then he gets that horrible fucking arm. Uh, what is a wrist or arm uh, break? And it just kind of cripples, cripples your idea. You know, it's like, as you're injured, you're watching your team like implode around you. Um, It's just, I just think for <clears throat> him to have Martin St. Louis, you know, try to, to have be in talks with him. And have Martin kind of reassure you um, 
is great for them. We've seen it work with former players on this team. So I guess no, I'm just excited. I think it's a great deal. And it's pretty low risk for the Habs as well. So Yeah, especially especially with the fucking signing. Uh boy, is that beautiful. That is such a beautiful fucking number. <laughs> Absolutely. And he was not the only young player to receive a contract extension. Caden Primo was signed to a three year um couple gotcha. million contract. It was like eight hundred, I think it's eight hundred. It's three year annual value is uh eight hundred and ninety. Wait. Eight nine. Yeah, thank you. Cause uh I will fucking sit here and look at this number and, and pretend like I know what I'm talking about. Uh and that's for uh and that is a one way deal. So his yeah. AHL salary will still be NHL salary, which I think shows that the Habs are expecting him to be playing in the NHL probably maybe even this season. And we also heard um, rumors, Kevin Weeks tweeted out, it's been confirmed by Elliot Friedman as well, that the Habs and Jake Allen are discussing a contract extension. So, That's great. But what all, what all of these moves all culminate to tell me is that Carey Price will probably never play another game in the National Hockey League, which I think is kind of what we expected. Yeah. But, you know... I mean, it's still to be seen. Christ, you know, did put out a post on Instagram expressing his thanks to all Canadians fans for all the support that they've shown him. It doesn't look good at all. And no. I mean, they I, said that his knee's not taken to any of the um, rehab Hughes, or treatment. Ken Hughes did not sound hopeful. No. At all. Um yeah, which it's too bad. It really is. Um, I will say, I, with this Jake Allen extension, I've seen a lot of people kind of upset. I love that. I love that signing. You know, it gives Caden Primo time to show if he is the guy or not. He's got some catching up to do, for sure. It's not looking promising with Caden Primo, as it once was. Mm-hmm. And if Caden Primo is not the guy, if you sign Jake Allen to an extension, look, Habs are going to get pounded. Just pounded this year. And you're going to need a goalie that's not going to get rattled. Not going to be after the young guys. Jake Allen's not – he knows who he's signing up for. Yeah, it's just another year for him. You know, just he's, – he's, he's done it. He's not – the need to prove and perform because you're at such a young – like, you're so young. It, that's not Jake Allen. It's just I'm here for another year. I know what I'm expecting. We saw Caden Primu, what happened. Uh, his confidence got like fucking destroyed and he went back down and it took him a minute and he got his bearings again, but it was like, you really want to put Caden Primo through the same onslaught again. It's going to be nasty. No, absolutely. And say what you want about Jake Allen. Jake Allen is not an elite starting goaltender. I don't even think he's an average starting goaltender in the national hockey league. I think if he plays too many games, you start, you see his play start to decline. Mm-hmm. He's a one B. He is a starter, okay? And say what you want about where the Habs are going. You need a starter. You can't have what happened last year when he went down, where the team was just spiraling. You cannot lose games by eight goals every night. Even if you're even if you're rebuilding, even if 
you're tanking, which the Habs are, they're not blatantly tanking, but, you know, we're probably in for a bad year. Mm-hmm. You cannot lose that way. It does not bode well for your team. It does not bode well for your development. It does not, in the sense of development defensively, you've got to learn how to play properly. And when you're worried about every shot going in the back of the net, you start to scramble, your structure falls apart. That does not bode well for a young developing team that needs to develop that sense of team, that team spirit, that chemistry. They need to develop that culture and they need to develop their formations and their um, their system under Marty St. Louis, which mm-hmm. if it all starts to fall apart because Sam Montembeau let in eight goals, then, you know, it's not, we're, we're kind of wasting another year. So I yeah. love the idea of signing Jake Allen to an extension. <laughs> not yeah. only for that reason, but a great leader in the locker room has always known his role there, has done so much for Habs community. I th- just think that that's, that's a deal I'd love Ken Hughes, and Jeff Gordon to get done. And I, I think it will. Um, I Like you said, I think he's just really great. Um, He's good for what he's worth. And he's good for the team. He's gonna take he's gonna take a lot of the a lot of the bearings off of the young guys, you know. And if Primo if Primo gets a shot, you know, this season, you know, Jake Allen knows he's gonna be the punching bag. You know, he was he was that in St. Louis. You know, I remember I remember when we signed him, <laughs> our buddy Tom was just like, oh my God, you know, like had nothing really nice to say. This guy has been. Allen was a pretty good goalie, except for the last year in St. Louis. Yeah, I I never had a problem with him. In fact, I had him in fantasy, and I mean, he wasn't fantastic, but I felt like he did what I needed him to do there. And when he comes to the Habs, it it honestly it put a lot of people's uh, opinions into perspective, and a lot of people changed it. Like a lot of people saw what he was capable of. We all know that they're supposed to perform to the highest ability, but they, some guys have or capped out on their own, you know, they're only capable of this much. And I think that he nails what he's capable of giving us. And he's just great in the fucking locker room. I don't think Jake Allen is ever going to, you know, barring some return to form. I don't think at 32 years of age, he's going to rebound back to the, 920, 915, 927 save percentages mm-hmm. he had early in his career as the starter, by the way. Yeah. But if he can stop 907, 910, just, you know, you can't have a goalie under 900. No. Which I think Jake Allen is the only guy on that roster and the only guy really on the market right now that's feasible for the Habs. That is, you can guarantee he's not going to dip below 900. I don't think he'll dip below 905. He never has in his career. I don't see it happening now. I think if he didn't dip that low last year after that de- horrible defensive core, horrible defensive play, you know, it's hard to imagine he does worse this year. I think it, he's the guy. He, I feel like it's a no brainer for me. Mm-hmm. And and um, like you said, the market's not really there, and this is a this is a guy that doesn't have to come in and learn anything different. 
it's the same that I mean, there's Jesus. I always say this shit. I say something and then I ever, I, 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 you know, I find a way to walk around it. But he's coming into the same locker room. Yeah, there's new faces there, but it, more or less, it's the same system that he learned from the back end of last year. It's something familiar. Last year was probably the worst it's it's going to be. And if it gets to that again, we saw what he was capable of. Like you said, he's statistically is not going to not going to dip below, you know, non 900. Absolutely. Um, and for what we're going to get for him, it's going to be I'm not going to say pennies on the dollar, but it's going to be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like Kirby, you know, Kirby Doc, maybe not like the tenure, like the length of it. But like, you know, three, three point five, maybe four to hold the goalie down, um, isn't gonna be the end of the fucking world. I would I think that's pretty high for Jake Allen, but I wouldn't be surprised if they give him that. I think he's just he's like a glue guy, which is wild for a goalie. <laughs> but I th- I think he he holds his own in, in this locker room. I agree. Now before we move on. We do. We are back on the two ad reads, but we have. Oh, that's going to be the rest of the world, baby. We have our first sponsor, our first partners. Are you know they've been with us since what the beginning of time? It feels like, and we're talking about fantasy hockey now. If you want to do fantasy hockey, our friends at DraftKings are the people to help you settle those bets, help you figure things out, and Corey. You've got the message, bud. Take her away. I do, and he's going to laugh as I read it because it's not about fantasy hockey because this is opening week of the NFL just happened. Um, And because of that, the NFL opening week had had action-packed, and it's just getting started on on the the caliber of fucking football, right? The craziness. Uh, But get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. With DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, this week new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. If you want more action, anyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings easy win promotion. Sorry, early win promotion. It is it is easy as well, but uh, it's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid. They're considering that a win, so it can be a fucking blowout later. It doesn't matter. It's just, fuck, dude. Like, just bet on someone that's going to fucking air it out, get 10 points, and just walk away a fucking win. It doesn't matter if the the defense crumbles afterwards. But uh, anyway, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN to get $200 and free bets instantly where you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. And now a word from our new sponsors over at Raycon. So uh, obviously this one's about music. Mason, I hope you've been still listening to music. But uh, lately I've been listening to uh, this week. We'll go We'll go weekly. But this week um, I bumped fucking... The first album by Brooks and Dunn, Brand New Man. Been fucking running that on the radio pretty hard. Um, and then the band Miss May I. Uh, this band was in high school when they dropped their first two albums. Um, and they were my age. So it was 
it was pretty big for us little metal group uh but the cure of existence came out and uh i gotta say fucking into oblivion and hollow vessel or some really un unbelievable tracks uh i feel like this band is back i feel like they the last couple albums uh were a little tough but this one really solidifies this band getting back to its roots and getting back to like the top of like metal uh mason what what are we listening to uh in on trent's campus um uh nav just put out an album yesterday actually who did nav i've been bumping that oh nav okay yeah the uh indian guy from toronto nice nav yeah great album oh yeah awesome i think he's had a couple there's like two songs with Luzi, interstellar and uh headshot okay pretty good yeah i've been listening to that last of the mohicans too it's a great song all right yeah bumping the nav well uh the point is, is that we're bumping it on at Raycons, and it's been really great. Raycons everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable, and they will not budge. Trust me. Um, moving kegs all week. Um, you really, you really don't want to bring expensive pairs of headphones with you. And uh, with my Raycons, I'm I'm feeling like the, it's like an asterisk for them. Like normally, I pick up a keg, um, or like I, I just pick it. I, you know, it's it's very awkward to pick these up and put them in the certain spots in the cooler. So like, I've seen a couple of AirPods fall out and get crushed. You know, and whose fault's that other than the owner? But my Raycons haven't fallen. Uh, so right now they are true to they will not budge statement. But uh, Raycons give you eight hours of playtime. That is amazing for work and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons Everyday Earbuds has over 50,000 five-star reviews. Um, One of my favorite things about it is, like I said, uh, the fact that they don't fall out your fucking ears. But I do like that they have the earbud. Like the little tap, the little button is on the bud, so I don't have to pull my phone out um, or hit like a little button on the old school um, iPhone wired headphones, you know, with the way you used to speak into it. Um, and then the noise isolation is really good, too. Um, some days I don't want to listen to my fucking coworkers pop both of them in, you know, uh, <laughs> and just pretend like they don't fucking exist. <laughs> but anyway, go to buy rake. Go to buyraycon.com today and use code THPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's code THPN15 at buyraycon.com to score 15% off buyraycon.com code THPN15 one more time. I'm loving the ad reads, Mason. I'm loving them. They're going to start. They're going to start being so much more uh, rolling into one, one another. I mean, we've, DraftKings is like DraftKings is like home. Like it's I've I've said it so many times. It's just easy. Comes right off right off the tongue. Off the tongue, eh? Yeah, I said tumb. So fuck fuck me. Dash one. But uh Raycons is steadily on its way. 
and uh, I love talking about music. So any moment I could talk music on the, on the podcast always works for me. But um, so we, we kind of got off a little bit. I just want to uh, talk about the primo signing because it, it is the app, you know, the Jesus, the average annual value is eight, nine. Um, but his this year he's going to make seventy seven hundred thousand. Next year he'll make eight hundred thousand flat, and then the next the following will be one million. It's like one point one million, I believe. So I it confused me when I first read it, and uh, I'd rather give the cold hard facts. Lol. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't make fun of me for Brooks and Dunn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's such a good album. <laughs> me and my cousin's been uh singing it as we drive our golf carts. Uh, the golf carts are back at the Superdome. Um, been singing a little Brooks and Dunn. Fucking my favorite song is "Cool Drink of Water." Still to this day, off that album. Um, sorry, sorry, I got a little quiet there. I'm just having a fucking heart attack watching Tua. Play football right now. Oh, I thought you were supposed. To, I thought you were talking about uh, Ty to Ivasa. I'd be like, yeah, that hurt my feelings too when he got knocked out. Um, <laughs> Dolphins are playing the Patriots and they're uh, winning. Are they really? Yeah, but Tua is just scaring the fuck out of me. Honestly, didn't know he was still in the league. Um, he's twenty four. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it doesn't mean a fucking thing. He's a young, up-and-coming quarterback. Is he up-and-coming? Yeah, he should Because be. I feel like he's like Marcus Mariota way, which is like, <laughs> ain't not the only thing up-and-coming is like fucking out of the league. Well, I don't know. I th- we didn't draft him that. I think it was his second year, maybe third. It's got to be close to his third, buddy. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it's his fourth year. He was drafted in 2020. So I guess this is his third year, but he didn't start his first year. Mm -hmm. It's his second year as the starter. Yeah, and he terrifies, he fucking scares the shit out of me. I can't lie. Yeah. Um, I couldn't give. Well, let me rephrase that. I, uh, I almost had a heart attack today. Well, not today. I had a heart, almost had a heart attack this week, similar to you just now. Um, and I don't follow football as much as I do, and I think it's because I fucking work for a team. Um, but my team of choice since 2001, whenever Ray Lewis was on the cover of Madden, um, has been the Ravens. And <laughs> uh, I got a notification about the Ravens, and I, you know, I don't follow them as close as I used to when I worked at the bars. Um, but I saw that they weren't coming to terms with uh, Lamar Jackson, and they didn't. And I read it as they didn't come to terms, so he was basically not signing. You know, he wasn't going to be with the team anymore. And then uh, I lost my fucking mind. I was like, this team is going to be so fucking garbage. <laughs> um, and then, you know, as I read it, because the headlines always, you know, fucking gut punch you and then you read it and it's like okay yeah well they didn't come to terms this year but he's gonna play and they're gonna hope to, they're gonna hope to, to settle something you know by next year um so there's that for me 
No, I get you. I get you. Football, buddy. Uh, honestly, I say I don't like it, and then like open a night at the Superdome always gives me fucking goosebumps, and then I find myself watching the game, uh, even though I'm not the biggest Saints fan anymore. I just think it's because I'm over words. <laughs> but anyway, back to a little Habs news. Uh, the Canadians Sunday uh, released the rookie camp roster. You got 20, 28 guys. I don't know if you saw that. Um, I've seen it. I don't know if y'all really want me to do this, but I'm sure uh, a certain someone is going to laugh because would I'm you, going to read me? off all of their names. Would you like me to do it? Or do you want to take the honors? I'll do it because I'm not afraid. All right. Okay, forwards. We have Owen Beck, Lucas Condotta, great name, Jared Davidson, <laughs> Pierrick Dubay, Ryan Francis, Cedric Gudon, Emil Heineman, Riley Kidney, Philip Mazer. Jan Mysak, John Parker Jones, fucking wild name, Joshua Waugh, Xavier Simono. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yurak Slavkovsky, Brett Stapley, defenseman. We have Justin Barron. Let's go. Santino Santorame. <laughs> <laughs> gave him a little, little Japanese on there. Uh Gianni Fairbrother, let's go. Caden Gooley, Jordan Harris, Logan. I know that we've always said it wrong. Uh, but I'm gonna say Logan Mayu. I think that's the correct pronunciation of it. Uh Mateus Norlander, Miguel Terigny, William Trudeau. There he is. Arbor Jackeye. There we go. Goaltenders, Anthony Columbi. <laughs> Columbia. That one was rough. You got that's your first rough one. Okay. Riley Mercer and Joe Verbetic. Or Joe Verbetic. I think it's Betic though. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I do not believe for a second that you did not practice those. I didn't. Right off, right off the shoulder, bud. Maybe, maybe. Maybe it's the embarrassment of having to edit um, the episodes where I got players from two completely different teams. When um, you got when you got Cedric Gidon, I was shocked. But ooh, I said it, and I was like, I was like, keep it going, keep it going, Tom, keep it going. <laughs> All right, but the goaltender's name is Antoine. Antoine. Okay. And the only other one, and. I'm going to, I think this is the pronunciation, but I won't crucify you for it. It's Miguel Torney. Like Torney. Okay. Like Tor- Torney or Turn. It's either Turn YA or Torney. I believe it's Torney. But no, that was a beautiful Torigny. performance. <laughs> a beautiful performance from Tori. It's funny. So you said it's uh, Anthony, right? It's Antoine. Antoine. Okay. Yeah. So down here we pronounce Antoine Anthony. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> That's horrific. We there are places called like we have a restaurant called Antoine's. 
it's not spelled like that though but uh there's a bunch of people with close to that uh spelling and it's anthony <laughs> i'm sorry it's just some southern louisiana it's actually just some uh some new orleans fucking bullshit <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, it starts uh, Thursday, September 15th uh, and ends Sunday, September 18th. Yep. And uh, the games are all going to be live streamed. I believe we're playing Buffalo Buffalo and Toronto first. Let's see. I'll tell you right now. We're going to get to see Slap absolutely just show off those skills. Right. So it's Buffalo Thursday. Okay, so it's Buffalo Thursday and Friday, and then it's wait. I'm sorry, jeez, forgive me. It, it's Buffalo, then it's New Jersey, then it's the Senators. Mm, I believe we do play the Leafs too. Maybe the Leafs are the Saturday one. Possible. I'm not sure. Yeah, but yes, we will get to see them play, so that is very exciting. And I know oh. I will be tuned in, so I hope you all are. You can find it on RDS and. Uh, TSN as well, I believe should have it. TSN, TSN two should be streaming TSN two. Yeah, I'm sir. Look it up for me. Gonna burp in there. You good? I'm gonna have to look it up for me. Who knows where it's gonna be on for the U.S. But um, anyone, anyone before we before we close, we've had a good episode. I haven't slipped up too bad. Um, any guys you're really looking forward to? In the rookie camp? Yes. Uh, Miguel Torini. Um, yay. He's another Lane Hudson type. Okay, Super cool. But undersized. Really good player. Really looking forward to him coming in, showing what he can do. Maybe hopefully he can replicate what he did in the QMJHL last year. I'm also looking forward to seeing Logan Mayu. Hopefully he's able to play. He is still injured, so unsure about that but Logan Mayu needs to start playing games like he, he's mm-hmm. played 16 games in two years his development nice. is so behind he has all the all the physical tools in the world but he needs to start getting games played so I think it'd be important if we could start now and on the forward side I think it's pretty obvious but I'm gonna say it anyway I need to see your Slavkovsky place in North American hockey <laughs> I haven't seen it yet so well we've seen a little bit of the development camp but I I'm excited to see this I'm also excited for a little Josh wall uh, little run through him as well awesome well look uh we're about to roll out Mason but you're back in college. So I have a question for you. And uh, if fans like it, make sure to send us uh, your answers to our speak pipe, which is basically a voicemail. And we'll play it on the next episode and uh, not critique it like you guys like to do to me. But that is at www.speakpipe.com forward slash halves nightly to leave us a voicemail. Uh, Mason, you're in college. You're not going to be eating amazing food again. You might be making stops at McMason's out in Peterborough where the St. Sue Marie play. Uh, <laughs> Sue St. Marie. What the fuck are you saying? 
Anyway, anyway, so you're not gonna be eating good anymore, uh, because money is valuable. But pizza, okay. Best store bought pizza in your area or your favorite brand, and then second part, the best style of pizza. I'm not talking like Detroit or New York. I'm talking like like toppings and sauce combination. And we'll close her out. We'll close her out with this. Mm, best frozen pizza. Yeah, none of that Domino's shit. Domino's is just cardboard with cheese. It's crap. It's crazy. <clears throat> um. Mm, that's a tough one. Delicio is pretty pretty good. I don't mind Delicio. Um, Doctor Oiker Giuseppe Giuseppe's pretty good. Doctor what? Doctor Oiker. Never heard of it. Doctor Oiker's Giuseppe Pizza. What is a Giuseppe Pizza? Or is that just a goofy but ass? Doctor Oiker is like the big brand, and then Giuseppe's uh-huh. like the ah the, okay the, yeah. I would okay. say Giuseppe. Yeah. Giuseppe. Okay. Never heard of it, but I'm not surprised by that. So, okay. We got your favorite pizza or your brand. Now, what is Mason's favorite go-to pizza toppings wise and sauce? Meat lovers? Meat lovers. I don't change the sauce, bro. The sauce is the same. Okay. Okay. Heard that. Meat lovers all day. Meat lovers all day. There's no second. No. Okay. Heard that. So Giuseppe's meat lovers pizza sauce stays the same. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Okay. For me, right? Let's just go. Let's go. Let's go with the weird one first, right? For Shadow, it's a brand. Sure, I butchered the fuck out of that name. Um, White pizza, dog. White pizza, it's a square pizza. So it's just basically a, a fat ass flatbread. Um, it's the consistency of the dough is a mix between uh, a thin crust and a regular crust. So it's crispy, but not just completely paper. Um, it's a white pizza. It's got spinach, mushroom. And fucking garlic chunks on it. That's, I will eat that entire fucking pizza and just waste the entire day at the gym that I just sacrificed on this fucking pizza. Okay. I will, I'll do it. Um, and the reason why I brought this up because it's fucking back, dude. This pizza hasn't been around here since I was in college, and I swear to God, dude, it was disgusting how much I would eat this fucking pizza, like. An entire fucking pizza, like the whole square fucking muck, just mucking it. Uh, but I love it. I love it so fucking good. I had it for the first time in over seven years uh, the other day. And I honestly gave slices away so I couldn't fuck my uh, my new routine up. But um, okay, for a red sauce, dude. Uh, dude. I'm not going Tombstone because fuck Tombstone. Um, 
maybe you know what maybe i might go back with freshetta freshetta's got a pretty good um i like a good deluxe supreme and i don't know why and this is this pisses me the fuck off but i don't know why deluxe supreme means adding mushroom to a supreme pizza which i believe mushrooms are supposed to be on a supreme pizza anyway but the deluxe just means add mushrooms um i have yet to see anything else that's added onto a supreme pizza that makes it the deluxe or the supreme plus uh disney supreme plus but i'd say for shetta's uh Fucking deluxe supreme <laughs> for the red sauce pizza. Deluxe supreme. Okay. I'm okay. sorry, that pisses me off, dude. Uh, mushroom mushrooms are a must-have on a pizza. It might not be on your meat lovers, and it might just be the most Corey Bender's thing. But here's a super secret going out to the world. My favorite pizza. That's not store-bought. If I made a pizza and it was just for me, I'm going triple mushroom with basil and oregano on top afterwards. That's it. Okay. And uh, some people, my wife thinks I'm fucking disgusting. But I kind of think you're disgusting. That is the motherfucking mm, the shit. They had a place called Ben's Pizza uh, where I grew up in Chalmette. Um, fantastic. Just mushrooms all over the motherfucker. And that's that's where I fell in love with it. So it was originally just a regular mushroom. Then I'd ask for a double mushroom, and I felt like they never put anything more than the single. So I asked for triple, and I felt like they added a double. So basically, I'm ordering triple to get my doubles worth. But... That's it. Sorry if I'm disgusting people, but Mason, I don't have anything else to say. Um, or I'll just keep talking about, you know, my uh pizza political beliefs. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm I'm at a loss for words. You are a fucking disgusting individual. Mushrooms belong on pizza in excessive amounts. In excessive amounts. Also artichoke. Shout out to artichoke gang. All right, well, without that, without further ado, that'll be it for today. We appreciate you guys listening. As always, you can find us on social media, any platform, although we have we do not post on Instagram. So Sorry. Sorry about that, but you can still find us there at Habs Nightly and, of course, on Twitter. You can follow Corey on Instagram or on Twitter at The Bayou Benders. And thank you once again. And we'll get back to you guys next week. This has been Habs Nightly. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.